theyeshiva.net. Chafalaf Amud Aleph. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven lines from the bottom. The line starts Dom Teheya Kharisa Kari Ale Kalam Hayurit Fena. Zagdi Gemara. After we discussed the various stories about the situations when Elul had 30 days. So there was one story about Levi who comes to Bavl and announces that Yom Kippur was really a day later, but they wouldn't accept his testimony. And then there was the story of um, of Rava who would fast two days on Yom Kippur, and one day indeed his fears were confirmed. And then the story of Reb Nachman, who after fasting on Yom Kippur was notified that he should be fasting another day and was quite upset about it. Now the Gemara continues to the next piece. Shalach le Rebhuna. You see, Shalach le Rebhuna bar Ovin, the Rav. So the Gemara, Shalach le Rebhuna bar Ovin, the Rav. Rebhuna, the son of Ovin, sent a message to Rav. What was the message? Kad Chazis, when you see... The Moshech, and I'll listen to these words. Kad Chazes, when you see the Moshechot Kufas Tevis, Ad Shitzar Benissen, that the season of Tevis continues, it stretches until the 16th of Nissen. When you see this fact, that the Tkufa, the season of Tevis, we'll explain in a moment, continues till the 16th of Nissen, our 16th of Nisan, then you know that you need to do something. Abra lahi shata. That year, you need to make other an extra day. Abra lahi shata means that year you need an ibur, you need a pregnant month of other. You need, well, I said not another day of other, you need another month of other. Abra lahi shata, that year you need an ibur. You need to make that year, so to speak, a pregnant year, meaning you need to add one month to that year. Why? Because you realize that the Tkufa of Tevis, as we'll see in a moment what that means, extended too far into Nisan. Extended until the 16th of Nisan. Right, we'll see in a moment. And don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be concerned to do this. The Ksiv, because there's a Pasuk in Parshish A. The Pasuk says, Shamar eschoidesh ha'aviv v'asisa pesach l'adinoya lehecha ki b'choidesh ha'aviv v'etziyach ha'adinoya lehecha b'mitzrayim loyla. Literally, guard the month of spring. Aviv means ripening. When the grain starts ripening in the fields, which is basically what we call the season of spring. Guard the month of ripening of spring. Make then Pesach for Hashem. Because that month, the month of Aviv, Hashem, your God, took you out of Egypt at night. Loyla. So the Pasuk says, Shomer is Chodesh Aviv. Chazal explained, the sages explained, how do you, how do you interpret this Pasuk? Shomer Aviv shall Tkufa, thank you. Guard, protect the Aviv of Tkufa, meaning the time of ripening, 
the time of ripening, the season of spring, which is the, a particular season in the year. When spring happens, guard Aviv Shaltkufa that it should be in Chodesh Nisan. Now here Chodesh Nisan can't mean in the month of Nisan, because it is in the month of Nisan. You just said 16. it was 16. The month of Nisan, as we'll see in Ashi, means in the Chidush of Nisan. The Chodesh Nisan means in the time of the new moon of Nisan, which means in the first 14 days. Hence, if the Tkufa of Tevis falls out on the 16th of Nisan, you don't have Shomer as Chodesh Aviv. Your aviv, your ripening, your spring, did not fall out in the renewal days of the new moon of Nisan. So what you need is, you need to make your year a longer year. You need to add another month, another full other Shani. So instead of the Tkufa falling out on Tezayin Nisan, it's going to fall out on Tezayin other Shani. Because other Shani, your Nisan became other Shani. And then once... That happens, of course, once your Nisan arrives, you're already way into the Tkufa, the season of Nisan. If the Tkufa of Nisan would fall out on day 15, not day 16, you don't need to add a whole year, then you can add a day. You add a day to other, instead so of 20... Huh? I didn't say Rishchidosh, you said Rishchidosh. Uh-huh. I said in the time of the renewal of the moon, which is the first 14 days. Uh-huh. The first 14 days. Let's see Rashi. They know when it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What does this mean? So as we learned a few times, numerous times in Rosh Hashanah, there are four tkufas of the year, meaning what we call four seasons of the year. You have, let's begin with Nisan, you have spring, you have summer, you have autumn, and then you have winter. In Lashon of Halach, in the terms of Gemara, of Mishnah, this is called Tkufas Nisan. That's the season of spring. Tkufas Tam was the season of summer. Tkufas Tishrei, the beginning of autumn. autumn, And then finally, Tkufas Tevis, which is the last Kufa of the year, which is the onset of winter. What does this depend on? This completely depends on the solar orbit. The cycle. This is not a part of the daily rotation of 24 hours. This is part of the yearly cycle of the sun. As it orbits, if we want to use that model, as it orbits in its own orbit, not from east to west, but from west to east, approximately one degree a day, and hence it finishes its orbit after 365 days approximately, because this is a pretty slow orbit, relatively speaking, one degree a day. And in that orbit it goes through the orbit around the entire Earth from east to west, but as a result of that, every day it's in a different position relative to the Earth, and based on that position... I'm saying the sun, according to that model, relative to the Earth, and therefore every day it's in a different position, and hence you have the change of season, just like you have the change of the length of days and nights. In Nissan. The terminology is, so you'll have here in this model that you have here, I'm using this model, but you can also use the, the other model. For our purposes, this is just a little simpler, but the same exists in the other model. So as the sun is moving around, you have the daily rotation, which is from Mizrach to Mayrif. So that daily rotation, again, if we want to use the old model, 
we want to use the Rambam's model in Hilchus Kiddush HaChaydash. So you have the daily rotation comes from the fact that all the heavenly spheres are turning from east to west, and every 24 hours they're making a full orbit, and therefore everybody has night and day. Yeah, if you want to use the new model, you'll say that the earth is making a daily rotation 24 hours on its axis, and therefore everybody experiencing sun, everybody experiences sunset and sunrise and moonset and moonrise and star sets and star rise. Everybody experiences everything in 24 hours, whether you see more or less, because of that daily rotation. But that's not what makes the seasons. That's what makes the day. Yeah, what makes the season is the angle, but that's a yearly thing, meaning... In addition to the daily rotation of 24 hours, so imagine if you would have this whole thing moving from east to west. In addition to that, the sun is making its own little orbit. Not so little. The sun is making its own orbit from Maidiv to Mizrach. From Maidiv to Mizrach. Let's go to Tla. From west to east in the opposite direction. And it's always on a different angle. And therefore... Every single day, its position is different, and as a result of that, you'll have your spring and your summer. This is when the sun is in Mazel Tle, meaning from our perspective, well, we would say that the sun went into Mazel Tle, it, re- it hit that space in heaven where there's a group of stars that they used to call sheep, Tle. And then the next month, Shair and Tu'umim, in Nisan it's Tle. Huh? Right, in the background, in the background, in the background. If you want to use the new model, basically the Earth, in addition to rotating on its axis once in 24 hours, it's also orbiting around the, Earth, the Sun. Let's say the Sun is in one place, but the Earth, yeah, it's rotating, that takes one day, one night, it's done. But in addition to that, the Earth is moving. The Earth is moving from west to east in a slow orbit that takes a whole year to finish. And therefore... This position of the earth and the sun changes throughout the entire year. Because of the angle, there's a change of seasons, a change of what is the length of day and what is the length of night. And in, in addition to this, as a result of this, when I'm looking at the sun at any given day of the year, at any given month of the year, I'll see a different group of stars in the background of the sun based on where I am. If I see the sun from one location, I'm going to see one angle. And if I see it from another location, I'm going to see a different group of stars. This has to do with the orbit of the year, and therefore the different tkufas. So that's what he says. When the tkufa of Tevis, meaning the winter tkufa, continues into Nisan, why, would it, why does it continue into Nisan? Nisan is, of course, based on the lunar orbit. Tkufas is based on the solar orbit. When tkufas Tevis continues all the way deep into Nisan, and you find yourself seeing that the 16th of Nisan is still in the winter season of Tkufas Tevis. Now you have a problem. Why do you have a problem? Because the Pesach says, Shamar is Chaydesh You have to guard. What do you have to guard? What's there to guard? Months pass, years pass. Oh, there's something to guard. The reason there's something to guard is because there's a discrepancy. Our calendar is busy with the moon, but it's also busy with the sun. So therefore I have to protect my calendar. I can't just watch as a bystander as my calendar happens. Our calendar is an active calendar. We have to adjust things. Why? Because we're busy guarding that the Aviv, which is the beginning of spring, has to be in Chaydesh. What's Chaydesh? Usually we translate Chaydesh month. But that's not how it's translated here. Here, Chaydesh is translated as new. 
There's a concept called the new moon. Of course, the word month comes from the word moon. And what makes it what makes Chodesh a month is because it's based on the new moon. So Chodesh and Chodesh really mean the same thing. But I'm just specifying and specifically, here Chazal is saying something else. Shamar es Chodesh Aviv doesn't mean Aviv should be in the month of Nisan. That you don't have a problem with. What it means is Aviv has to be in Chodesh. It has to be during the time of the new moon. The new moon is 14 days. For the first 14 days of the month, we see the moon as being a new moon. Once it's the 15th day of the month, it's already a middle-aged moon. And once it's the 16th day of the month, it's on its way to retirement. It's soon going to be retiring, and then you will disappear completely. It's just going to you know, go into hibernation for a few days, and then it's going to be reborn again. So the first 14 days is considered the moon renewing itself as its crescent is increasing day by day, but still did not reach its full maturity, so to speak, on the 15th day of the month. So Shamar es Chodesh Aviv means, I have to make sure that my Aviv happens in the time of newness of the moon, in the Chidush of the moon. In other words, deadline is Yudalad Nisan. Yudalad Nisan is the last day for Aviv. What if it's Tezayin? I have no choice but to add a whole month so it's going to be Tezayin Adar Sheni. By the time Yudalad Nisan comes, of course it's in the Tkufa already. What happens if the Tkufa is on Tesvav Nisan? Then I don't have to add a whole month. I could just add one day in other, right? So now the Tkufa won't be on Tesvav. The Tkufa will be on Yudalad because I added a day to other, right? So Tesvav became Yudalad, so I'm good to go. So that's what the message of Buna told Rava. Let's see now Rashi specifically. He says they did. No, no, no. He gave us, there was a few reasons he gave. That was Rosh Hashanah. No, no, but it's for adding a day to a month. Changing the days in the month, minus Aiden, to, to see, not to see, changes the days in the month. Well, this is another reason why it would change. Yeah, you're right. You're right, 100%. For sure. It doesn't say that reason. It brings down the reasons, but they. Uh, you mean Yarkaya and Mesaya? Right. This is not a reason. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess over there he was talking about Tishrei. It's, it's this is Nisan. But talking about just generally adding a day to a yeah, month. Every yeah. month is a different reason to add a day. But it's just a general... Yeah, and I'm saying but over there he was talking about Elul. This is not negated to Elul. This you could do in other. Well, what, what about if you have witnesses that saw the new moon? If you have witnesses that saw the new moon, you have to keep them quiet. Keep them quiet. Because every month it seems that this is... You have to keep them quiet. Or 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 you cross-examine them, or you just keep them quiet. You just delay it a day. They have a big problem if they if they have rishchaydish nissan a day early. You're right, but he needs pesach to be in aviv. So the same God who who said to look at the new moon also said pesach has to be in aviv. So they're forced to adjust it. And remember, alpitayde rishchaydish could be a day later. It's not like. In fact, it has to be a day later sometimes. Because, remember, when you make Rosh Chodesh day 30, it's also not authentic completely. The moon didn't finish its orbit. So you, you're always adjusting. So when you make Rosh Chodesh... Right. So I'm saying when you make Rosh Chodesh a day later, you're also being astronomically authentic. Because right. you do need Rosh Chodesh to, to fluctuate back and forth because your moon doesn't finish its orbit after 29 days. Yeah. 29 and a half days. So, so both... Both decisions are equally astronomically valid. Did 
Right. You just have to adjust. So I'm saying in the most ideal situation, it's these things have to happen. You look at being this is the way the Tereshtel is in effect, because it would be any other way, it would be flexible. Right. This is the only way it can possibly right. be set up that it's a flexible... Right. Right. The Tkufa of Nisan does not happen till day 16. The Kaimalon, the Yoimat Kufa Maschel, we follow the halacha that the Yoimat Kufa is the beginning. In other words, the day of the equinox. Tkufas Nisan is actually the day of the equinox. In 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 our Torah terminology, it's when the sun hits the month of Tle, hits the month of Nisan, basically goes into Mazel Tle, which usually begins the spring season. So that is the equinox because its position is one where day and night are even. There's an equilibrium, there's an equality between day and night, 12 and 12. So he says, if that, that kufa, the day that the kufa happens, that's considered yomat kufa. You don't have to wait till the next day to say you're in kufas nisan. The day that kufa happens, that's part of yomat kufa. That's the shit of Rabbi Yossi. Nimtzis tkufas tevis meshachas hachitza benisim aleyad bechlam. So if the tkufa of tevis continues till 16th of nisan, so it goes till 16th of nisan, v'loy ad bechlam. Not included. Because on the 16th of Nisan, you already have the experience of the Nutkuf. So what should you do? Make an Ibra that year. This is what Meir says, who says this in the first Pedic of Sanhedrin. This is what he's quoting. Don't say, He's a Yochit. Reb Meir, and we're not going to follow him. We have to follow him. The Messiah Lukra. Because the Pasuk helps him. The Ksiv, the Pasuk says, Shomer is Chaydush Aviv, Shiyahe Bechidush. Aviv has to be in the time of Chidush. What's Aviv? Aviv, who yoimt kufas nisin, shenisin shalchama nichnas bay. Aviv is the day that the kufa of nisin begins. In other words, the nisin of the sun enters into it. What does he mean, the nisin of the sun? There's two nisins. There's nisin of the moon. And there's Nisan of the sun. Nisan of the moon, we know what it means. When the new month, begin, new month begins based on the lunar orbit. That's called Nisan of the sun, of the moon. But here we're not talking about the Nisan of the moon. We're talking about an expression. And that's Nisan of the sun. Nisan of the sun means when the sun enters into the spring season. That's called Nisan Shulcham. Is that in the month of Nisan of the moon? Depends. We hope it is. But it could be in other. It could happen in other, right? Because remember, we're dealing with two separate orbits completely. So therefore he says, Shamar is Chaydesh Aviv. Aviv is the day when the Nisan of Chama enters into a particular position in heaven. Shanisan Kari Aviv al Shem Bishlatvur. Nisan is called Aviv because the grain becomes ripe. Aviv means ripening. What causes the grain to become ripe is the orbit of the sun. It has to do with the seasons of the year. Summer and winter follow the sun, not the moon. The Yisircha of the Pasuk is cautioning you, L'shaimrei, to guard the beginning of spring, Sheyehei B'chidush, it should be in Chaydesh. What's Chaydesh? From the word Chidush, nu. Ve'ein Lashon Chidush, Noifel Ela B'levona, Shemiz Chadesh is betol Now the word Chaydesh, Chidush, only applies to the moon, because the sun is stable. The sun doesn't experience decline, death. And rebirth. Only the moon experiences Chiddush. So whenever it says Chiddush, it's referring to the moon. Vashmin and Kra, the Pasuk is telling us, Sheinis and Shulchama, Betoich Yudalad Yom Lamaila Dalavon, Shuadain, Mechidush Alavon. 
that the Nisan of the sun has to be within 14 days since the birth of the moon, because that's still considered what? The new moon. The Miyayim Yedalud Ve'elech From day 14 and up, it's already considered an old moon. It's old news. Once you finish 14 days... It's already an old moon. Till day 14, it's a new moon. If Tkufas Nisim would begin on Tesvav Nisim, you don't need to make a leap here. Make other 30 days. Postpone Nisim one day. And Yudkufa comes out on 14. But if the Tkufa is on the 16th, it's not enough to add a month. You need to make a leap year. The tipulat kufa b'ader sheni. So the kufa will coincide with what? Tezayin ader sheni. Nimtza nisan shel chama moishah. But the chaydish nisan alavana. And automatically, once your real month of nisan comes, right? It will already be nisan of the sun because tezayin ader sheni already added kufa. Hachim mefarshin and lobesan hadrin alibed achedim. Yeah, you just you just you just need minimum one day. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, of course. If you make a leap year, then the tkuf of nisan is happening a few weeks after. Right. This is how the Gemara explains it in Masechta Sanhedrin according to Reb Meir. The chimatia b'tesvav ma'abnes other chimatia l'tazayin ma'abnes hashana. If the tkuf of nisan is on tesvav, you make another day in the month. And if the Tkuf of Nisan is on Tezayin, the Sanhedrin will have to add a whole month in the year. So Shomer is Chaydesh HaAviv. The Aviv can happen in Chaydesh in the first 14 days of the month. We need that Yudalad Nisan latest spring should begin. If it's after Yudalad Nisan, Nishgut. If it's Tesvav Nisan, make sure you extend your other, and therefore it's going to happen Yudalad. Why? Because Shomer is Chaydesh HaAviv. It's not enough that Pesach should be in Aviv. Then Yudkufa could begin Tesvav Nisan. Pesach is not Yudalad, Pesach is Tesvav. Here we have a new Vart, that Ebmeyer tells us Shomer is Chodesh Aviv. Aviv has to be in the Chodesh, in the Chidush. That's only the first 14 days. Not enough to be Tesvav. Tesvav, I just add a day. Right? I need it to be Yudalad. Because I need it to be Yudalad, which is the end of the period of the new moon, so therefore, I need to start Aviv on Yudalit. That's the latest. If that's the case, and it's happening Tazayin, where do I get an extra two days? I need to add a month. If I add four weeks, I'm good. I have a second other Shani. My Tkufa will start Tazayin other Shani. Once Yudalit Nisan arrives, I'm deep into my Tkufa's Nisan. It's perfect. This was the message Abhuna told Rav. If you see this situation happening, of course, we can predict when it's all happening. This is a very predictable cycle when spring begins. And you see that it's not working well with our own calendar. It's happening too late. Tazayin Nissan is already too late for spring to begin. We need spring to begin two days earlier. You have to manipulate your calendar. Abrilai Hishata, and don't worry, this is Shamar Eschadeshav. Rashi, Shamar Aviv Shalt Kufa, Tahainu Nissan Shal Chama, Shiyei Bechidush Nissan Alavana. The Nissan of the sun should coincide with the Nissan of the moon, which is called Nu, because it gets renewed. The Nissan of the sun is not called Chaydish. It's just called Nissan of the sun because it represents a change of, a change of seasons.
there's something you have to understand here. If you're adding a day, Rashi says add a day. What do you gain by adding a day? That your tkufa is not tesvav, but your dalit. But one second. Inevitably, you have to do it. Right. So if you're adding a day, the question is, by adding a day, did you really make it Yudalit? I mean, you made it in the calendar that it should coincide with Yudalit. But, if this would have been naturally Tesvav, without manipulation, so then it remains that. Adding a day doesn't make the moon get delayed. <laughs> adding a day simply means that you made Rishchidosh later. But if the Pasuk is saying that it has to be in the first period of the moon, Chiddush HaLavana, that's an astronomical fact. So I could say, okay, we're changing the name, it's not Yudalit, it's not Tesvav, it's Yudalit, because I made Rish Chodesh a day later. Did you stop the moon? (laughs) You didn't stop the moon. The first 14 days, the moon is new. This is really day 15. Elamai, you called it Yudalit, because you made Rish Chodesh a day later. It's not Shomer, it's Chodesh HaAviv. You still didn't keep it in the Chiddush. It made it look that way, but it didn't keep it in the Chiddush, right? Unless, if you make an Ibiyar, you kept it in the Chiddush, Taka. Because you made the last orbit belong to other Shani. Fine. So Nisan, the whole Nisan is already in Kufas Nisan, I have no problem. But if you're just playing with Rish Chiddush, but the Moilid happened earlier, <laughs> if the Moilid happened earlier... The Chiddush alone is based on the Moilet. It's not based on the day of the month. <laughs> we are trying to associate the day of the month with the Moilet. It's a stickle problem, no? How do you guard the Semen These are astronomical situ- realities. It has to be in the Chiddush of the Levana. But he says not this one. Huh? Whatever best he says, this is the day, this is the Chiddush, this is the that's the way it is. No, but I'm saying it's a chiddush alavona. They could take a there's an astronaut. Right, that's what I'm saying, which is called the new moon. Yeah, exactly. Right, I understand the what you're saying. The new moon. The problem is that when Chazal say today is Yudal, it's not this one. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that changes the, the whole world, it changes everything. They were quite to do that. This is now, they do it all the time. They have no problem doing it for everything else, changing the astronomical facts. Right. Okay, I just want to make harder. I, I don't understand that. The astronomical fact is we adjust our, our observation. Our, but the astronomical fact, if you, if, you looked at it, if you looked at it scientifically, astronomically, you would have apples, and we'd see, the base thing would see oranges, and it would both be true. Is, isn't, that, isn't that what comes out here with Lamaisa? In other words, yeah, you're right. In other words, they established that Kuf has to be within the first 14 days of the month. Aye, it's not really Chiddush HaLavona, because it's happening when the... Are you Dalit is really Tesvav. In other words, the moon is not new anymore. Are we saying that's the astronomical fact now? What Bay LP, what Bay 
I wouldn't call it an astronomical right. fact, right. but I would say they were Mekayim, the mitzvah of Shamar is Chaydish Aviv. It's called that the Aviv is in the Chaydish. Why? Because it's in the 14 first days of the month. I'm just being made that it's a Chiddish. It's a Chiddish. Yes, of course. Of course. Of course. How much the cutting it tight there with this way? The way things are growing from. Yes, of course. In this case, they're cutting it tight. Right. Which is fine. They don't care to cut it tight, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's more than that. They have to get out, get the word out. It's not such a partial design. Yeah, in any way. You mean for the Shkhaidish? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you mean the Shluchim, yeah. Okay, weiter. Sag dir mal weiter. There's no answer for your question. I mean, you have to touch that. That's Shama is Chayda Shavuv. In the first 14 days, that's already your Mekayim Chayda Shavuv. That's Chayda Shalavon. What does the moon look like on that day? Is it a full moon? Yeah. That means it's the 15th. Yes, that's my question. That's my question. If you have that situation. If Taka Aidas don't come till day thirty one, then you're great. Good. Then you're good. Then you don't need then you're wonderful. <laughs> now if the moon is taka later, great. I'm not complaining. I'm talking in a situation where twenty nine at night you see a, a moon. <laughs> in other words, the moilet happened a while ago. Right? Remember the moilet had to happen twenty four hours twenty four hours ago or whatever the Khajban is, huh? Twenty-four hours, eighteen hours. Yeah, it happened a long time ago. Yeah, but where you standing? It's on this whole show. It's us. It's our little game. It's that Hashem gave us a mitzvah. The way it works is we get the shemesh, we give a dime. You know, uh, but the moon starts. Zog the Gemaravait. Amalu Reb Nachman lahanon nechaisi yama. Fascinating thing. The story the Gemara says. Reb Nachman spoke to people who go down into the sea, sea travelers. So Reb Nachman spoke to these sailors in Chuseyama, and he said as follows, You, who don't know when the month has been established, you're not familiar with all this, and you don't know the calculations of the Moilad and all that. You don't know this. So what's, what should you do in regards to Chametz, as we'll see? Ki chazisu when you see. Siara, the moon. The mashlim liyoyma. Finishes up during the day. When you see the moon finishing up its work during the day, what do we mean? When you see that when day begins, sunrise begins, the moon is done, the moon is mashlim, the moon is setting. In other words, the sun and the moon are like a scale. One sets and one rises. Basically, the seer of the moon is mashlim, is being done, finished. Liyoyma, when the day starts. With sunrise, you have moon set. When you see that happening up in the sky, then you got to know one thing. Bi'iru chamira. You go and you destroy your chametz. That was his thing. If you're dealing with that part of the year, which is Nisan, when you see this happening, you don't know days. You don't know your shchedishness and yudness and your baseness and your aleph. You guys garnished. You just know. You see this. You get rid of your chametz right away. Let's just see right. Zog the Gemara. We'll explain in a moment. 
Eimas Mashlam. When does this happen? Let's understand. This happens Bachamisa. On the 15th day of the month, this is what usually happens. The sun and the moon are like a scale. One sets and the other rises. One rises and the other sets. Vanan me arbisen mevarina. But destruction of the chametz has to happen on the day 14. We know the night of Dikas chametz is the night before 14, and beer chametz has to be 14 in the morning. You're not allowed to have chametz already by midday 14. It's not 15. So what's the, what's the, how could Ibn Achman say this to them and make them basically have chametz on the night of Pesach? It's the night of Pesach, it's the morning of Tesvav, and they see sunrise with moonset, they're destroying their chametz Pesach in the morning. A whole extra day, they weren't allowed to have chametz yesterday. And for the Gemara, Ibn Achman knew what he was talking about. Lid he do. These people who are sailors, they spend time in the sea. The Megali Luhu Alma. Their world is revealed. Their horizon is extremely clear because they're out in the ocean. May our biser mashlam. This astronomical phenomenon will already happen on 14. From their observation. From their observation. Their observation. Yes, because their horizon is open. Right, I'm just saying the same way before. The fact is the fact. It happens. No, but here it's the ability to see. It's to see it. To right. see it yeah. they, no, yes, their ability doesn't do anything for them because they can be the their ability. Right. So Rashi says, Sierra the Mashlim Layoima, Hayoreach Mashlim me oire imanechama. This moon is Mashlim, is finishing, shining its light together with sunrise. It doesn't get dark. The moon doesn't get dark till sunrise. What does it mean the moon doesn't get dark? The moon doesn't set over our horizon until sunrise. Only then does it set. Till sunrise, you'll still see your moon. When you see this phenomenon, when you're observing this, it's time for Bir Chametz. It's time for Bdikas Chametz. Bir Chametz. Destruction of Chametz. Yeah, sure. It's already a mission in Psachim. Erlar Ba Asr. Baitkin is a Chametz. Oh, you mean on the boat? Oh, I thought you meant the Tam Reb Nachman. Well, Mefarev is Erlar Ruach Matalayam. These are the people, Matalayam. It's easy. I saw somewhere that in the ancient days, people on boats, they would go close, travel close to the coast for navigational purposes. Okay. Yeah, but he doesn't mean that they knew the cheshbon of the moilad, and they, and also they didn't know when Bezdin made Rishchaydish. They're out in the ocean, and Shluchim are not going there. 
They made to the Yom Tov for sure. So Reb Nachman, he was he, Reb Nachman was telling them a serious thing. This is your time for Bir Chametz. Now let's understand the Cheshbon here. <laughs> they need this time more than the, the moon for direction. For direction. Okay, so let's understand the cheshbon that the Gemara is making. Very important cheshbon. Next step. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it according to both models, but the, the, what's the case that the cheshbon is the same? As we know, we've been discussing right and mentioned before. So planet Earth, our globe, this little globe, rotates on its axis from east, from west to east, from Maidav to Mizrach, every single day. And as a result of that, we're experiencing every single day sunrise and sunset. As the earth rotates from west to east, so therefore the sun is where it is, but as the earth rotates and suddenly we see our sun, it rose, so to speak, over our horizon. We're in the east because we're rotating from west to east. So if I'm rotating this way and I see the sun, oh, it rose in the east, and now as I'm rotating further, my sun is moving and moving and moving, and as I move further to the east, and my horizon, my, uh, over my horizon, my sun sets in the west. Every single day this happens, 24 hours, and what rises and sets? Everything. Whatever is in the sky rises and sets, because if I'm turning like this, everything is rising, and everything is setting from my perspective. Again, if you want to use the other model, you could just say it's the heavenly spheres that are turning, just like we actually see it, what it looks like. It's all like a big ball and everything is just moving around 24 hours from east to west. That works as well. Now, but let's talk about the moon. The moon, in addition to the fact that she also rises in the east and sets in the west, just like the sun and just like all the stars, everybody gets... 12 hours with the moon and 12 hours well, and 12 hours without the moon. I say 12, I mean uh, whatever day, a certain amount of hours with the sun, a certain amount of hours with the moon, and a certain amount of hours without the moon. Irrelevant if you see it or not. I'm not talking about if you see it. But it's over my head, on top of my head, even whether I see it or not, because it's the middle of the day and I don't see it. But in addition to that, what's critical here is that the moon also has its own movement, its own orbit from west to east that takes a full month. As we spoke many times, the moon has its own orbit that it's going around the earth from west to east over a month. And that's 13 degrees a day approximately. Sometimes faster, sometimes slower. Remember, it has to finish 360 degrees in 29, 30 days. So it's approximately 13 degrees a day. Sometimes it's 11 degrees, and sometimes I think it goes up to 15 or 16 degrees a day. Why is a complicated thing? Why the moon is so moody, even in its speed? But the moon is very, very not predictable in that sense, so to speak, from our perspective. But approximately average it out 13 degrees a day, and after a month it finishes its orbit. Okay. Now, now back to, back to the sun and the earth. And again, I'm going to do both models. The earth is also moving in the same direction around the sun. The earth is also moving the same direction, west to east. But it's basically less than one degree a day. 
That's why it takes 365 days. Or if you want to do it the other way, the moon is also moving in the direction of the... Uh, the sun is also going in the same direction of the moon. But only one degree, less than one degree a day. The moon is 13 degrees a day, and the sun is kratzing. Not so kratzing, I mean, he has a much bigger distance to cover. His circle, his circumference is far larger. But if you want to use that model, you understand the sun is doing the same thing. But much, much slower. The moon is in a big, big rush. The area of the orbit itself, not the circumference of the Yes, yes, the area of the orbit. The area of the orbit. Now, as a result of the orbit of the moon, each day its position is changed relative to east. It's going from west to east. This is the the monthly orbit of the moon. So now we go to this wonderful uh, little tzatzke here. Okay, so this is the time of the Milet, right? We are Earth, we are right here, Earth. Here is our moon, here is our sun. Of course, we don't see our moon because the half of the moon that's luminescent is facing the sun and is facing away from us. That's the moment of conjunction. We call this the moment of the Milet. And now the moon starts moving 13 degrees a day. Even if you want to tell me that my sun is moving... But it's not catching up. It's going one degree. This is going to take a whole year to come back. The sun is going to take a whole year to come back. And during this year, I'm going to have all my seasons. Right? I'm going to have my summer, my spring, my summer, Tamos, my my autumn, and my winter. It's going to take me a whole year. And this guy will do it 12 times. 12 times he'll do it. Again, I'm using the old model. You want to use the new model? You'll tell me the sun stays in one place and doesn't move. But this little earth is also moving around the sun, slowly. It takes a whole year for this earth to move around the sun, and hence you have seasons. But our focus now is the moon. <coughs> Clear, right? So every day you have 13 degrees. So you see what happens now. When this moon is moving around, because it's moving so fast, and in a month it's, gonna, it's going to uh, complete, it's going to be completed. So basically... What happens now is, every single day, the moon moves further and further away from the sun. Now when the moilet is happening, the moon and the sun are in the same area, so to speak. I don't mean in the same area that they're close to each other. They're not very close to each other. But from our perspective, they're in the same line, and therefore they're experienced in the same horizon. That's what's important for us. So during the time of the moilet, whenever sunrise happens... Moonrise happens. That's, they're just together in the same horizon. So whenever sun, the sun comes up in the east, this is east, the sun comes up in the east, the moon also comes up. I'm just not going to see it during the moilet, but it comes up. Now as the sun, the moon, move, the moon starts moving this way, let's say the sun is also moving according to the old model, but it's moving much slower, one degree a day. So now already look what happens a day later. When I experience sunrise... Right? I don't experience yet moonrise. Why don't I experience moonrise? Because the moon is to the east of the sun. So if my earth is rotating and I'm experiencing sunrise, I still don't see the moon because the moon is more east. My earth has to rotate longer, further, in order to get my moon. You understand? Because the moon is further east. Before the moilet, it was the other way around. But after the moilet, the sun is west to the moon. The moon is east. So on the horizon, moonrise happens after sunrise. Just like sunset happens before moonset. Because the sun is to the west of 
The moon. I can see the moon just before. Right? Yes, the other way. Exactly. Exactly. Right. I can see the moon right after Shkia. Yeah. Yeah. In the morning, I was looked at as, oh, Mama's Chazal, they got up in the morning, they checked it out. So now, now, now do this practically. In the beginning of the month, in the beginning of the month, during the time of the Milet, you're going to have sunrise and moonrise simultaneously. But you will not see the moon at all. You can't see the moon at all because it's facing the sun, and its entire dark side is facing the globe, planet Earth. <coughs> but you know what happens? After the Milet, 12 hours after the Milet, 18 hours after the Milet, 24 hours of the Milet, what's going to happen? The moon moves already, the moon starts moving, and you know what? It starts setting after the sun, because it's east to the sun. So first you have sunset, and then you have moonset. And what's going to happen? You will start seeing the moon. When will you see the moon? During sunset. Because the sun sets, so its light is not eclipsing the moon. And the moon already has grown somewhat because it moved away from its mylet position. So you're going to see in the beginning of the month a thin crescent of the moon always during sunset. And following sunset because it's going to be east to the sun. But you won't see it too much after sunset because it's not too far from the sun. So therefore, an hour, an hour and a half after sunset, you're going to have moon set. And once moon sets, there's nothing to see. It's gone from the horizon, yeah? Your earth rotated, boom, it's gone, it's over. Or your heavenly spheres rotated, and it's over, it's just somewhere else. So that's done. Every single day, every single day, moon set is going to be a little later. later. Why? Because look what the moon is doing. Every day it's going this way. And the sun is not catching up. So every day, moon set is later. So first moon set will be 7 p.m. Then moon set will be 9 p.m. And then in the first quarter of the month, moon set will be 6 hours after sunset. Moon set will be midnight. And then you have your full moon, Tesvav. What happens now? When is moon set? Moon set is 12 hours after sunset. And that's why when you'll go out to Svav, what are you going to see? A new moon rising at night. Rishchidosh time, Beis, Gimel, Dalit. You'll never see a moon rising in the evening. No such a thing. You're going to see the moon setting in the evening. Because it's busy. It's, it's, in, the sun, it's in the sun horizon. But Tesvav, the Zman Hanigud, now, look, now it becomes like a scale. When one rises, the other sets. So with sunrise, you have moon set. And with sunset, you'll have your beautiful whole moon, because it's the middle of the month, rising, and you have it throughout the night. This is when you have your nights, your real nights with the moon. What happens after Tesvav? Now it goes in the opposite direction, but the same concept. In Tesvav, the sun, the sun rises and the moon sets. The moon rises and the sun sets. But now as it continues, and it's now getting closer and closer to the sun, everything now reverses, right? So in the beginning you had sunset and then moonset. And then that was later and later and later and later and later. And now it goes in the opposite direction and it becomes closer and closer to the sun's horizon until you go back to the Milet. So now we understand what Reb Nachman said. 
Now take a look. We have two beautiful pictures for this in your copies. Take a look at page Samach Dalit. Take a look at page Samach Dalit and page Samach Vov. Basically in the copies go to page uh, 1, 2, 3. Uh, go to page 4 in your uh, five. Go to your copies, count 1, 2, 3, 4, go to page 5 in your copies. You see? Take a look at the second picture. The second picture, you see there's a man with a bekesha, with a kapota, with a casket standing. You see him? No gartel. No gartel. <laughs> his hands behind, his hands behind his back. You see this man? Look where west is. Mairiv is west. Mizrach is east. You see the sunset. You could see the sunset, right? This is a picture of the beginning of the month. What is he seeing in the beginning? When you go out in the west, what are you seeing? You're seeing your sun set and look at your moon. You see your moon is above your sun, right? Everybody sees? You're, 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 you're a page ahead. You need this page, this page. Picture number one. Picture number Samachay. Picture number Samachay. On top of it is a picture of the orbit, but the bottom picture, this picture. It's the second picture on the page. Look what he sees. You're this man. Okay, you go out to your porch on the west. Okay, this is my porch. I'm looking, my sunset. What do I see? I see a moon right above it because it's the beginning of the month. You see the moon is tiny. I only see a crescent. You see the crescent? But where is it? It's in the west. It's going down. But now come out the next day. What do I see? The sun is set, the moon is setting a little later, and it's a larger crescent. Not really next day, but it's a few days few later. Days and then go further, go to your first quarter, and what do I see? I already see a half a moon, so to speak, or really a quarter of a moon. And what? It's going to set six hours later, twelve midnight. It's setting, but ten o'clock I see it. Eleven o'clock I see. It. We're in the beginning of the month. My moon was setting right after my sun. Now go to the full month. You see all the way on the left. You see that. When did the moon rise? Now. When the sun set, the moon rose. And now when does the moon set? The moon sets when the sun rises. Okay? Now go to the next page. See the opposite. Go to the next page. And now we're going to look at picture Samach Vov. Right? This picture on top. This picture on top. This is already looking at the moon every day. From the middle of the month, not the beginning of the month, same situation. Look at this man, but look where the sun is. The sun is now rising in the east, you see? It's sunrise in the east. And what does he see? Look at his moon. His moon in the beginning of the month, in Tesvav, look at the moon in Tesvav, the full moon setting. You see? On the other side, the moon, the sun and the moon are, this man of Nigo, they're in contrast. My sun rose and my moon set. But every single day, my moon is going to set a little later. What do I mean a little later? My moon is not going to set right by sunrise. There'll be sunrise, and it's going to take more time for the moon to set. And then later in the month, it's still going to be there. And then later in the month, it'll still be there, etc., etc. And then my moon will be extremely close to the sun, and it's basically going to travel with the sun. Sunrise will also be moonrise. By the Moilet perfectly, and before the Moilet, it's a little bit ahead of the sun. Remember, the moon is traveling, it's not complicated, the moon is traveling from east to west. So by the Moilet, they're equal. After the Moilet, the moon is more east. 
it keeps on going more and more and more east. And therefore, its setting is going to be after the sun, to the point that it's going to be 12 hours after the sun. The sun set, and 12 hours later, the moon is going to set. But now, the moon is getting closer to the sun again. The moon went from east to west and then moved away, away, away from the sun, right? More east, more east, more east, but now it's getting back closer to the sun. So therefore, you have the situation where in this picture, the sun, the moon set is not going to be 12 hours after the sun. It's going to remain in heaven after sunrise until the mylod where it's mamish with the sun. And a little before the mylod, it's not mamish with the sun, but it's getting there. So now Reb Nachman tells his people, his, his, his sailors, he tells the sailors, how do you know when you've got to get rid of your chametz? You're going to be in the sea. Take a look. And when you see a situation that your moon is setting in the morning, that means it's the middle of the month. Get rid of your chametz right away. Frek the Gemara. It's already too late. It's 15. So the Gemara's answer is that their horizon was so clear so there were no mountains. In Bavel, Reb Nachman lived. It was a very mountainous area. And we learned before that the ear was also pretty bad because of it. The humidity, the ear. But because there was a lot of blockages, so it all depends on the horizon. When you have mountains, for example, so from your perspective, sunset can happen earlier than it's really happening. For somebody who doesn't... Earlier than somebody who has a different perspective. Because their horizon is clear, they could still see the moon during sunrise. sunrise When... Yud-Dalad. So when this phenomenon is happening, that during sunrise their moon is setting, it's not too early for, for it's not too late for Bir Chametz. For them. For them. Where people whose perspective is more blocked, their horizon is not that clear, so therefore they will not be able to experience the moon for such a long time on Yud-Dalad. Tesvav, yes, but Yud-Dalad, they will already not experience that. Right? So therefore, for us, it would already be Tesvav. You've got to be careful. Right? Because they have, they have different ways they have different ways of dealing with it. That's Fakir also. When you see the mountains, sunrise is also later. Right. So that's the next Sandira. Right. Sunrise is later, exactly, when you're sitting in the mountains. Because simply, it's, it's blocking your, it's, your horizon is being blocked. Your horizon is being blocked, so you have to adjust it. So the Gemara says, Reb Nachman knew this, and he understood, but for them, Yudalit, it's going to be Yudalit, it's fine. Their horizon is so clear, they're in the sea. In other words, what we see on Tesvav, they could see a day earlier. Just like you would tell me, if we would have fog, we wouldn't see it. You don't have fog. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. The challenge is, when we look today at this, usually it can even be Tezayan, which is a challenge. The Magad which is a common contemporary commentary on all these sugyas, says today you could see this on Tezayan. From, from in the ocean or... Yeah, so he says something very interesting. He I says... Do I don't care when you see it. What do I care when you see it? No, no, the Gemara says... No, from here. The Gemara says it's Tesvav. Right. And he says, really, even Tezayin, you have this. 
which make it in the sea a day early. Right. So he says something very interesting. He says you have to remember that by us it's very different than then. By Reb Nachman they were still Makadish the Chaydish, Alpiharii. That means it was much later than the Moilet. Because it was much later than the Moilet, our months start much earlier because we don't have to see anything. We have a Moilet, boom, we go. They actually had to wait 24 hours after the Moilet. Right. So he says, so for us, Tezayin, we still see that. You know why? Because everything started differently. By them, it started later. You understand? Our month precipitates earlier. Yes. It, it happens yes, it happens automatically by us. We don't need. We do. We, we need calculations. They needed to see a moon. They physically, they, they physically yeah. usually they usually that's how they yeah, try to do it. from the last mile, That's it. They can't do it before that. Right. They had to wait. You understand? So therefore, that's what how, how he explains it. Very very gishmak. Very it's a beautiful word. Another pshat you could say is everybody types Rashi that he means sunrise. He says maybe Rashi meant dawn break. If it's dawn break, then it's not sunrise. If it's dawn break, it would not be tazayin. Because dawn break is early. Dawn break is like an hour earlier. That's another interpretation. Those are two interpretations that he gives to reconcile reconcile the two. No, because now you could see that the contrast between the sun and the moon happens on tazayin nissen. It can happen on tazayin nissen. So that's what he says, that... Uh, by the Chodesh al their month always started later. So if their month always started later, right, relative to Rish Chodesh, it happened earlier. The contrast happened earlier. Where by us, you get the picture. By us, we follow the Moilad. We don't know if we don't need witnesses. So therefore, the Nigud can still happen. Tezayin, and our Tezayinists, and you could still have that contrast. They don't have to have a calendar too. I mean, today also they have a calendar the, on the ocean. They know exactly when it's happening in the ocean without... Which is, yeah, no, so it doesn't make a difference. And if they're on the ocean, they're following, not following, they're looking, looking at a calendar today. So does it make a difference today when they're on the ocean, the fact that they can see it? No. Right. The calendar is the calendar. The calendar is the calendar. Yeah. It's going to be by seeing, right? Well, hmm? Lord, it's going to go back to seeing. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So what do you do if you sit on an airplane? You're 20,000 feet up, and you can see that on the ground all the street lights are on, and it's dark, and up there you can see. So you know, there's an app today that you can see the nets wherever you are on the airplane. It tells you fly in the airplane. I guess so. I guess so. It tells you when the nets is. I would assume so. For clarity, just it's also good information. Moonrise and moonset throughout the month, every day is by a difference of 50 minutes. It's right. quite dramatic. 5 0 from right. day to day in the month. 5 0. Right. Well, it's 24 by 15 degrees. Can... Because basically, what happens is the moon is moving, it's 13 degrees, right? Yeah. From west to east. 
But now remember, again, if we want to use that model of the rotation, either the earth or the heavenly spheres, there's the daily rotation that actually takes exactly 23 hours and uh, 56 minutes and 4 seconds. That's what it is. The reason we give it 24 hours is because uh, there's the yearly rotation where the sun is going also in the opposite direction. So it takes an extra four minutes to catch up to that place because you have to chase it. So okay, so we call it 24 hours. It's really not 24 hours. Just uh, You shouldn't go to sleep thinking that the day is 24 hours. It's not. It's 23 hours and 56 minutes and four seconds. We protest uh, what everybody thinks. But anyway, so our moon is going 13 degrees in the other direction. So therefore you have to understand that the moon is really, so to speak, backing off every day, I mean, going in the opposite direction every day. So what would it take me to get to the same, to get, to get to the same, what would it take me to, um, to get the moon to the same place where it was yesterday, from my perspective? It would take me an extra 50 minutes every day. You understand? If my Earth is rotating, same place to my, perspective, my perspective, that's what sky. I mean, in the sky, yeah. Right. My perspective in the sky. My Earth is rotating, right? It takes me 24 hours, that rotation. I had yesterday moonrise at uh, 6 p.m. I had moonrise at 6 p.m. The problem is the moon ran away. So I could come back to the same place, but the moon is not here anymore. You know why? He went further east. So what do I need to do to catch up? I need another 50 minutes to catch up to him, so to speak, to be able to experience moonrise again, because he's running in the other direction. So it takes an extra 50 minutes from my rotation in order to experience moonrise. And this happens every day. So every day, moonrise and moonset changes throughout the month by 50 minutes, five zero minutes. So it's very dramatic differences. So that's why you'll see in the beginning of the month, you'll have moonset after the sun, Right? Let's say a half an hour, an hour after the sun, the next day you'll already have an extra 50 minutes with the moon. It's not just an extra three minutes, five minutes. It's very dramatic. And then the next day you'll have another 50 minutes with it. Until the middle of the month. Until the middle of the month when you'll have an extra 12 hours with the, uh, you'll have 12 hours with the moon without the sun. And then the other direction. So that's why this is how it happens. Every day it's a different mamash of, of, uh, of 50, 50 minutes. So basically, in the first quarter of the month, till the first quarter of the month, the moon sets in the beginning of the night. Right after the sun, an hour later, an hour later, an hour later, right? Around day six, seven into the month, the first quarter of the month, basically, you can have an extra six hours with the moon. In other words, the moon will only set by midnight. The moon will set only by midnight, approximately. Now, the moon continues, and it's going to set later, and later, and later. Every day you get another 50 minutes, and it's going to get closer to the eastern horizon. In other words, before it was together with the sun. So when the sun set, the moon also set. But now the moon is going away, and away, and away. So suddenly, your sun you're going to see here, and your moon you're going to see there, right? And in the 15th of the month, your moon is coming up when your sun is setting. Your moon is in the east when the sun is in the west. So and your moon is in the west when the sun is in the east. Right. It's again, it's 50 minutes to get back to yesterday. After the 15th of the month, to get back to yesterday's observation point of the moon. Exactly. Every day, an extra 50 minutes 
to get back to the same observation of my moon, my moonrise, my moon set. At the end, it's everything's black, and there you go right. Right. right, 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 right. Now come to the beginning of the, the middle of the month. The moon starts shining at the beginning of the night, and it sets right at the end of the night. And now, what continues? Now you have the last quarter of the month. What do you have? The moon rises in middle of the night. And it sets in the middle of the day. You understand? It goes later and later. First, by Tesvav, when did the moon set? The moon set when the sun came up. Yeah? Right? Now that changes. As the sun is, the moon is getting closer and closer to the sun. So now when does the moon set? The moon sets in midnight, not in the beginning of the night. And when does it, it I'm sorry, I'm sorry, it rises, it, it, uh, it, uh, the, the moon rises midnight and sets midday. Right, right. It keeps going. It doesn't turn around and start going the other way. Everything just keeps going in a circle. It's right. So because the horizon and the sea is open, so already on day 14 in the sea, you could see this moon all the way till moonset. You could see the moon all the way till moonset. When is moonset? After sunrise. So they get to see a beautiful, beautiful moon. But we who live in Bavel, Reb Nachman says, I said, I said a place of mountains. Bavel was a place of valleys. Okay? So therefore your perspective was blocked. So they had a horizon that was blocked, and it was blocked by mountains because they lived. Klapi was a mountain. Klapi Demo was a mountain, let's put it that way. So therefore, it looked like to them that the moon set before sunrise. Because it looked like to them the moon set before rise. So only on Tesvav can they see the moon after sunrise. They wouldn't see it on Yadalat. This is Tesvav. Now the month continues. What happens? Moonrise and moonset of the moon continues to get delayed. So now, before the moon was rising with Shkia Sachama. Now, every day, the moon rises after sunset, and therefore, it sets after sunset. Everything is later. Remember, it was rising during sunset, and now it starts rising after sunset. It starts rising later in the night, and therefore, it starts setting later in the day. It's not anymore that scale of morning and night. But you can't see it rising. You will not see it, of course. You will not see it. It's rising later in the night, and it stays later in the day. And so it continues and continues. And then at the end of the month, that's the time that you'll see the moon together with the sun. It will rise together with the sun and it will set together with the sun. Basically, the last quarter of the month, you'll have the moon rising midnight. The moon will rise midnight and it will set midday. It'll come up erst midnight, right? It's getting closer to the sun. So midnight it comes up, I could still see it. And it's going to set midday. Of course, I won't see moon set because it's going to be during midday. And then it continues, it gets delayed, and then there'll be a point where the moon starts rising before dawn break. Moon rises 4 a.m., 5 a.m. You'll see your moon then. You'll see your moon because it's before the milet, right? The moon is still west to the sun. Remember, it's going from west to east. It's west to the sun. So you're going to have moon rise before Sunrise, 3 in the morning, 4 in the morning, 5 in the morning. So Tesvav, when is moonrise? During sunset. Tezayin Yudzayin Yudches, moonrise is later. Yeah? The last quarter of the month, moonrise is midnight. And moonset is midday. As you go to the last days of the month, 
moon rises 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning, 4 in the morning, 5 in the morning, right? The last day of the month before the Milad, it's going to be before sunrise, not much before sunrise, but before sunrise. It's going to be hard to see because it's a tiny crescent. And then during the Milad, they rise together. 6 a.m. they rise together, you're not going to see anything, of course. For two reasons. First of all, the light of the sun. And second of all, because it's the Milad, you don't see anything. Two reasons. First of all, because it's too light. And second of all, because it's not facing you. There's no light at all. There's no light at all. So this was Reb Nachman's Cheshbener. When you go out any time of the month, you look at the moon, you right away, this is all observable. You know where you are in the month. Exactly, right away. People don't realize the moon is in the east, the moon is in the west, the moon is over your head, the moon is full, the moon is not full. People think the only way you know what time of the month it is is by the picture, the image of the moon. That's not the case. That's a small part. I mean, that's important. The big, equally important is where it is, where it is. Do you see it in the east? Do you see it in the west? When do you see it? When do you see it? This is all how you know which day of the month it is. Almost perfect. Almost perfect. direction the horns are pointing will tell you if it's east or west. Right. Of course, yeah. So now, for example, it's Chafalif year, right? So now you're going towards the end of the month. Because it's the end of the month, so what are you going to see? The moon is not going to rise in the beginning of the night anymore. That already happened. We're pay, way past that. We're already a week later. Because we're a week later, so therefore the moon is now rising in the middle of the night. The moon rises in the middle of the night and it sets, middle of the, it sets midday. So that's why in morning hours you have a beautiful moon in the morning hours. You come here 5 in the morning, 4 in the morning, 5.30, you'll have a beautiful, beautiful moon. Right on top of your head. Because the moon rises 12 a.m. midnight, 5 in the morning, it's almost on top of your head. And it's before sunrise, so it's a beautiful moon. It's not the full moon, it's, it's, already a, it's a smaller moon, but it's a beautiful, beautiful moon right on top of our head when you come here in the shul in the morning. You understand? You see it. You go, I don't know now anymore, but uh, I came in the morning yesterday, it was beautiful, right? Today I didn't look up. <laughs> But this is what you see. You see why why you're seeing such a beautiful moon right on top of your head? Pashat. Because now is midday for the moon. This is this is Chatzois for the moon. The moon rose at 12 a.m. or 1 a.m. 5 in the morning, 6 in the morning. It's above our head. When is it going to set? It's going to set in 5, 6 hours. It's going to set. We won't see it set. But uh, that's why you come at 5 in the morning. You won't see it in the east. You won't see it in the west. You'll see it on top of you. Because it's in the middle of the day for the moon. You come here midday, if the sun would decide to let the moon shine a little bit, you would see a moonset in the west. And so it continues. But if you're going to come back in a week from now, what are you going to see? You're not going to have moonrise 12 a.m. You're going to have moonrise 4 a.m., 5 a.m. When you have that moonrise, you will see the moon always in the east. You'll see your moon in the east. But then at some point it's going to disappear because uh, it's going to be together with the sun and there'll be the moilet. Plus the sun is too light. Okay. So now we understand Reb Nachman's instructions to the people. Huh? Towards the end of the month, you see it. You see it in in in. No. No. Towards the end of the month, you see it in the east. Because it's rising before. You see, the advantage now is it rises before the sun. That's what we get. It rises 12 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m., 5 a.m. And this is a, when do I see it? When the sun is not around. In other words, before sunrise. 
But remember, it sets before sunset, because it rises before sunrise. So I'm usually not going to see it then. We, the best time to see the sun is when the moon is not around. Okay, sorry. I keep on getting confused. The best time to see the moon is when the sun is not around. The sun does not like competition. The sun blocks out competition. If the sun is not here at all, but the sun is here. So therefore, at the end of the month, I get to see a beautiful moonrise because it happens before the sun. Three in the morning, four in the morning, two in the morning, five in the morning. Right? But then during the Moilid, it happens together with the sun. After the Moilid, you you understand my point? What you meant is that before the the end of the month, the moon is to the west of the sun. But because it's to the west of the sun, therefore I see it before the sun. My moonrise happen precedes the sunrise. Okay, good morning, everybody. So, Chafala Fabad Beis. Anu Mishnah. Al Shnei Chadashim. So, let's remember the sequence of Mishnayas. You know, often when Gemara is learned, people get lost in the Gemara and they forget the Mishnah. The whole Gemara is based on the Mishnah. But when you're learning Mishnayas, it's of course Mishnah after Mishnah after Mishnah. So, there is. Uh, the consecutive, the consecutive theme from one Mishnah to the next Mishnah. The previous Mishnah was on Dafyut Chesab and Aleph, on the bottom. The Mishnah said that Shluchim, messengers, emissaries, are sent out by the Jewish court in Jerusalem. They are sent out from Yerushalayim to communities throughout the world for six months, during six months. Nisid for Pesach, when Bezdin announces when the new month is, they have to send out messengers to let everybody know when the new month is. How often do they send out messengers? He said six months. Nissen, they have to send out messengers because of Pesach. Of, because of the fast, the ninth of Av. Elul, because of when Rosh Hashanah should be uh, celebrated. Tishrei, for the holidays of Tishrei. Kislev, for Hanukkah, of the other, the sixth one for Purim, when the Beis stood, one more month, and that was year for Pesach Shedi. Yeah. What about a month like Cheshvan? They didn't have to send out. Why didn't they have to send out emissaries? Because let's say people don't know when Rosh Chodesh is, so what? What's going to change? You don't know which date in the month it is. Okay, so you don't know which date in the month it is. <laughs> for us, it's very strange. Right? You live a whole month, you don't know what date it is. You ask somebody... What's today? I'm not sure. Could be Yud Beis Cheshvan, could be Yud Gimel Cheshvan. What is it for Shtaris? Huh? For Shtaris? Yeah. I guess the day doesn't... Oh, well, it matters because if it's before... A, what did you mean? You can go after the, the light. So the year makes a difference. The day doesn't No, if you go after a light, if you go after... You know, if you have... Leans with leans. The third day, You say Mitzat Alin, Mitzat Alin. So I guess you could say... The day of the week. I guess you could connect it to the parashah. Of course, you'll give the year. That's critical. And perhaps you could say, it's this one or that one. <laughs> In other words, it's a Sunday, which may have been Yud Beis or Yud Gimel. It's an interesting question. You wonder how they wrote Shtaras these months. But no, he's not saying in Yerushalayim. In, 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 in Bavel also, they, they made their own Cheshbon. 
Maybe he's not right, the, the exact same okay. as Yerushalayim. Then they, they adjusted it. The, yeah. And then they adjusted it. <laughs> okay. So in other words, for, for practical purposes, it wasn't vital for them to know the day of the month, the date of the month. It's not Negea for Shabbos. There were no Yomim Toivim to celebrate. It's not Negea for Shachris, Mincha, Mayrev, for Jewish life. Yeah? It would be a question about somebody becoming Bar Mitzvah. Okay, I guess he'll have to start a day early. Sveika Diyoyma, right? It's not a problem if he starts putting on tefillin a day early. I mean, or he becomes Mechoy of a Mitzvah a day early. I mean, thoughts? But he knows because he knows the exact day. So, therefore, there were no shluchim in the other months. That's what the, that's what the Mishnah established. Now the next Mishnah continues and says, Al shnei chadoshim, chafalavam at beis in the top, al shnei chadoshim achalul in There are only two months where the witnesses who saw the new moon are permitted to desecrate the Shabbos in order to come to Bezdin, to the main court in Yerushalayim, and testify that they observed the moon, so that Bezdin could establish Rish Chodesh based on their testimony. Rashi, al shnei chadoshim mechalulin as hashabbos, who? Edim shero was a chodesh. The witnesses who observed, who observed the chodesh, of course chodesh means not the month, but the new moon, they are allowed to desecrate, violate Shabbos, to come to Bezdin. For starters, if they're living in a location where walking from there to Bezdin would require to go through and pass the Tchum Shabbos beyond the border with which a Jew is allowed to walk on Shabbos, they're still allowed to do it to come to Bezdin. Al Nisin Val Tishrei, which two months? These we're not yet, now we're not talking about Shluchim. Now we're talking about the witnesses who are coming to Bezdin to say they observed the moon. Oh, okay, so these Adim. The Adim, yeah. yeah. They were obligated to walk from further. They could use a horse with a donkey or whatever. That's the next Mishnas. Can they come on a horse, on a donkey? That's going to be the next Mishnas. We'll soon see. L'cha'erev, they can be Mechal Shabbos. They can be Mechal Shabbos, right? Al Nisan Val Tishrei. For Nisan and Tishrei, these are the two months. Why? The Mishnah says, because for these months, Shluchim, messengers, went out from Bezdin to Surya. Meaning they went outside of Eretz Yisrael. They went to Syria. And who, then... Who was that relative to Yisrael? North. To the, how far? The animal near places further? Were there places closer? Was Damascus. Like a distant point why did they mention Syria as opposed to Pompadisa or Babo Maybe Syria is uh, more well, they give you the last place there you go I don't know what was the last place the, no the reason is because um, Syria was just like the location they left from Eritrea in order to get to Babo Surya was the location outside of Eretz Yisrael, and then from there they spread further to the east. That was the staging area. Right, yeah. Yeah. And Surya is closer? Yeah, yeah, much closer. Syria, Iraq. Syria is about 30 kilometers north of the Golan. Right. Yeah. So the Shluchim went out to Surya for these months, 
to tell everybody when Rish Chodesh is, and in these months, you establish the Yom Tovim, meaning all of the Yom Tovim are dependent on these months. Pesach Nisan, Shavuos depends on Pesach Svira. And of course, Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and Sukkot. So therefore, because these months, the Shluchim went out, and these months you have to establish the holidays, therefore, they allowed the Edom to be Mechalal Shabbos. <laughs> the Edus can desecrate Shabbos also for all the months. Why? Because since there was a carbon, a sacrifice, that was offered on Rish Chodesh in the Beis HaMikdash, so in order to preserve this carbon to be on time, they allowed the Edus to be Mechal Shabbos. Zok Rashi. Shebehem Shluchim, Bezdin Shalchim L'Surya L'Idiya L'Goy L'Yem these months, Bezdin sent Shluchim to Surya to allow, to notify the Jews in the diaspora and the exile when Rosh was established. Yon Kvi'usam. Hilchach Chashivi. Therefore, Rashi says, these two months are extremely prominent. Rashi says, now here you have to understand the premise. Minatayda, Edis could be Mechalul Shabbos for any month. The rabbis forbade. Why? Since most months, the holidays are not dependent on them. In other words, whatever the Shchaydish is, is only a question if it's going to be Yutes Cheshvan or Chav Cheshvan. There's no halachic difference between Yutes Cheshvan and Chav Cheshvan. Shabbos has nothing to do with the month. Shabbos has to do with the seventh day of the week. That's not changing. Every seven days. So what's the difference if I think it's Yutes and really it's Chaf, or it's Chaf and it's really Yutes? It's a question of semantics. It's not a question of essential halacha. Besides Nisan. Nisan, if I think it's Yudalim instead of Tesfav, I'm eating Chametz in the morning. It's an Issacharis. Yet the What? Yet the still did allow... Aid is to be any month. Even the other months, yeah. We'll soon see why. The Chachamim did not want it. Because they said Tikkun Amayadis is not totally in it. It doesn't hurt us, it doesn't bother us so much to make it Malay or Chaser al Piyadim. In other words, let's say they won't be Mechal Shabbos. It's Shabbos morning and they can't come too far. So what are they going to do? They'll have to come at Sari Shabbos or Sunday. Okay. So Rish Chodesh will be Sunday. If there's no Edis close enough, Rish Chodesh will be Sunday. It won't be, thir- it won't be Shabbos. To make it These two months, Nisan and Tishrei, they went back to the primal Allah the way it's in Torah. Why? Because the Yom Tovim are all dependent on them. So here they preferred much more that it should be extremely meticulous. And hence, if Edis come, if Edis could come on Shabbos, let them come on Shabbos, even if it's Chilul Shabbos. And again, in HaTorah, it's allowed. It was a gzera of the Rabbana not to be Mechal Shabbos. But Bisman Shabbos HaMikdash, it was different. Takonas Karban. Shalrish Chodesh, Shayakra Bismana. Here it is of a consequence. There's a din to bring a Karban on Rish Chodesh. That's a mitzvah deiraisa. That's a consequence. They wanted it to be the right Rish Chodesh. If Edas don't come, Rish Chodesh is the next day. But preferably, if they could come today, they want to come to them today. And therefore, if Chilul Shabbos is involved, they would not make a gzera against it. When did they meet the Gzera? When they made this Gzera? 
obviously there was no gzeda. What's your? I mean, that's what the Mishnah says. After the Beis Hamikdash, every month was just it was a very different type of Rishchidish. Rishchidish was only dinim de Rabbanon. There was no by us. What's Rishchidish? We daven Musaf. We're not doing a din that we say halal. Right? Halal is a minhik. Carbon uh, Musaf is a din de Rabbanon. These are not the anymore. It's not like Pesach, Shavuot, Sukkot, Yom Kippur. These are these are biblical mitzvahs. These are biblical commandments. Not to eat chametz, to make a seder, we got it to to eat matzah, to eat matzah, uh, etc. To, to, not to do malach on shvuas, to take a lulav, to blow shoifer, whatever. Fast. By us, what's our rishchodesh? Our rishchodesh is we say yalav We don't say tachma. <laughs> we say halal and we say musaf. That's our rishchodesh. You don't have takonas, you don't have a carbon. So after the beis hamikdash, they said takim in atayda, you're allowed. But they won't be mechalosh. Why should they be mechalosh Shabbos? Let them wait. Besides Nisan and Tishrei, where of course the Mayadis are still happening, and they're Minatayda, they're not Bidrabon. This is the Mishnah. Now the Mishnah <coughs> creates a big problem, as the Gemara is going to right away say. Sorry, the Kunasa carbon is what? Rashi says, okay. Okay. But that's in Mishnah, that's in Of course. So he didn't need for that. We allow the Edis to come on Shabbos. Let's say I saw a moon Friday night. Because that Shabbos morning, they want to bring a carbon Shabbos. If they come, they could do it this morning. If not, the carbon Shabbos is going to be on Sunday. Which is fine. It's not not, not Shabbos, but they want it. It should be Bismarck. Rashi says Bismarck. Zag the Gemara, we learned Al Shnei Chadashim on two months, you're Mechal Shabbos on Nisan and on Tishrei. Why? Because that's when the Shluchim go out. It sounds like, since the Shluchim go out for these two months, therefore, we really wanted these two months to have Rosh Chodesh on time. Someone says, I don't understand. V'suloi? They go out, Shabahena Shluchim Yoytzin, they don't go out on any other months, V'raminu. We just learned Taf Yud Chesam of the previous Mishnah. Al Shisha Chadashim HaShluchim Yoytzin. Shluchim go out for six months. Nisan of Elu Tishrei Kislev Adr. So they go out for six months. If that's the case, if your reason why you're allowing them to be Mechal Shabbos is because, as Rashi says, it's Chashivi. These months are very significant because you're sending out Shluchim, no? So you have all the months. You have all the months. You have, you have Kislev, you have other, you have all the months that the Mishnah enumerates. What happened here? Nisan and Tishrei. So there's two questions here. First of all, one is a technical question. You're telling me Shabahen Shluchim Yoytzin. It's not true. Not Bahen. Another four months besides Bahen. And also in Teichen. In Teichen, why only for these two months? If the other months have shluchim, that means there's a very significant reason why everyone should know when Rish is. It was very clear. Over there? No, yeah. No, it's very clear. It's the rice is over here. Okay, so the Gemara says, says, Hachi Kamar. This is Pshat in the Mishnah. You have to understand the Mishnah differently. Al-Kulon, all the months, shluchin yoitzin mi Shluchim could go out already at night, all the other months. Al Nisan Val Tishrei, two months they can't leave at night. They can't leave until they hear from the mouth of Bezdin, Mikudish. This day is holy. They cannot go out at night. What does this mean? What does this mean? Let's see Rashi. 
Vesuloi, Nafti Shluchim, Elahani, Diktani Shabbat Shluchim Yotzim Lasuya. They don't go out on any other months, only these two. So Abayah says, Other months Shluchim Yotzim Mebe'erev. Now listen, Arashi explains. Kigoy, Nira Ba'alul Biyom Chavtes. You have a situation where Alul means clearly, it's visible. Everybody clearly sees the moon on day 29. The Moilad happened, say, 24 hours earlier. Yeah. How can the Moilad happen 28? Because if you had two months that were 30 days, you understand that everything got... Uh, your Moilad is going to happen on day 28 because your moon is ahead of you. <laughs> you understand? Because your last Rishchidosh and two Chadashim, you did a little late. The moon was already in the middle of its orbit. Fine. So you can understand that the Moilad could be day 28 or the night of 29... So now, day 29, people see the moon. Or, Rashi says, the night after 29. One of the two. I'm a man, I'm living in Eretz Yisrael, in Yerushalayim, wherever it is. It's the night of 30, or it's the end of the day 29. I look out, I see a wonderful moon. A tiny moon, but a wonderful, clear moon. I'm not the only one who sees it. If I see it, yeah, there's hundreds of thousands of people who see the moon. So that means, unless unusual circumstances, completely unnatural, there's going to be two people who are going to show up tomorrow by Bezdin and say, hey, we saw the moon and it's going to be Rishchidosh. Can I now travel tonight? I could travel tonight and go tell everybody when Rishchidosh is. There's no question that tomorrow is going to be Rishchidosh. Inami, a second scenario. Or actually a third scenario. A second or a third. The first scenario was day 29. Second scenario was night 30, but here it's similar because Rishchidosh is going to be the next day. Inami, another situation. Rishchidosh Mu'ubar. A leap month. Meaning, day 30, no Adis came. 29 at night, it was foggy, or there was just no moon visible, whatever the situation is. Nobody showed up day 30. Now it's 30 at night. Is there a doubt that tomorrow is going to be Rishchidosh? No. Rishchidosh can't be any day, but day 30 or day 31, can't be day 32. So can I leave that night, day 30 at night, leave already. And you have a whole extra night of traveling, you could reach places that you wouldn't be able to reach if you wait till the morning. The answer is, Abayah says, no problem. Leave at night. I don't care if it's the night after 29 and you see the moon and you know for sure tomorrow is going to be Rishchidosh. Or it's the night after 30, and you know for sure 31 is going to be Rishchidosh. Go. Sides, yeah. yeah so, right. uh, what if Bezdin already, they already decided that they're going to push it off? They were going to make sure that Great question. And what happens if Bezdin has its own calculations, and even though you saw the moon, they feel... Huh? No, you saw it on 29. We said when, when it's obvious that everybody sees it, they're not going to do it. not going to do it. They're not going to do it. They're not gonna do it. Yeah, it looks like a shaker. It's too obvious that uh, people are going to say they're manipulation of me. Uh, because Mexico shikri, you mean? Yeah. You're talking about Chafam and Bez all the way on the top. Mm-hmm. The shita of Reb Dimi. One shita of Reb Dimi who says that but if Dimi held, if it's Nida Bismana, you'll never do it. Why? Because it's Mechzik Ashik, the top of Chafamid base. Right? Mm-hmm. In other words, if they didn't see it and you manipulate the Adis, no. Right? You lead the Adis, you say, we're not going to cross examine you, what you, even though you could easily confuse them. No. But if everybody saw and you say not. <coughs> I was in the Lama Alice, you don't have that problem. 
it's going to be Lamed Aleph. No, but you said if he goes Lamed Aleph, you know a thousand percent. No, yeah, yeah, no, Lamed Aleph, he's asking the first case. Lamed Aleph, there's no question. You're asking in your case, what if Bezdin will push off? If it's Yoim Chavtes, it's not such a problem, because they could say it's the old moon. Yoim Chavtes, you could say it's the old moon. Either way, they're still Shluchai Bezdin. They're going at Bezdin's behest. Bezdin says, go out now, whether they heard Mekutsh or not, if Bezin has other Kashmiris that they're going to mess them up, they'll wait, 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 let's see how this plays out. They're not going on their own. They're not making the Sukkot Bezin go inside. Okay, now we're going. They're still talking to Bezin. No, but here the Kiddush is, you could just go. And they're still Sukkot, you could just go without hearing the Kiddush. Right. But they're still Sukkot Bezin. So you're saying, you're saying, you're saying Bezda would not allow them to go. But the Pashtas not. The Kiddush of Abaya is that you're living somewhere far away even from Yerushalayim and you see the moon and you run. But it's according to Rashi. Rashi said, Vada Yigachu Macha. He doesn't know that. Okay, when we say Vada, he means, what does he, knows. he mean by Vada? He knows, but he, he did not speak to them. Yeah, but Pashtus, the Vada Yigachu Bezdin Macha. It's certain that day 31 is going to become Rish Chodesh. I'm fixing it according to the Bach. If it didn't become Kaddish in its time, meaning day 30. Shluchin yoitzin mi bezdin. Yeah, you're right. Shluchin go out of bezdin. Ve'ein mamtinin ad lamachar sheyishmu makudish mepi bezdin. They don't have to wait till tomorrow when they hear that it's holy from the mouth of bezdin. Kedamrino lekamom. We're going to learn later. Doish bezdin oimer makudish. The system of what used to happen. The head of bezdin would say makudish. This is holy, and everybody would answer makudish makudish via idul legayla. And these shluchim could go testify for all the Jews in the diaspora. And of course, they gain a whole night of travel, which they would have not if they would have waited. Besides. Nisan and Tishrei. Nisan and Tishrei, this is not allowed. You have to wait till the morning, either 30 in the morning or 31 in the morning, when Bezdin says, Mekudosh, remember, they could not make Rishchidosh at night. There was no Kiddush HaChidosh at night, which is, by the way, why if you forget Yalav Yavoy, the night of Rishchidosh, you don't have to repeat Avani Shman Esra. Because what happened? You didn't mention Rishchidosh, but there was no... They also, ah, they also didn't, right? <laughs> they also didn't. So that, but the Yalav Yavah in the morning, you do have to repeat Shmoneser if you forget, Derech Agav. So therefore they have to wait till the morning. So according to Rashi, there's the Mithi Bezdin, which is the, uh, is the official pronouncement. Yes, yes. Right, right. This is what Abayi says, is Prat in the Mishnah. Now how... Right, right, exactly. That's the story with Levi. Levi came to Bavel. He said, you're having the wrong day in Kippur. They said, testify. He said, I can't. I didn't hear from Bezdin Mekudosh. I know that Elul was made 30 days, but I didn't hear Mekudosh. So therefore, they could eat on their Yom Kippur. And his Yom Kippur, which is Yudal of Tishrei, they didn't have to keep. Because there were no Shluchim that arrived. There was no testimony. Because this was... No, they're Shluchim. They just went out early. They went out early, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. These guys are punching the clock getting checked for this. This is a job. That I don't know. That I don't know, I mean. 
You have to support their family. You have to support their family. Yeah. Somebody have to support their family. No, they're not mechalos shabbos. The edim are mechalos shabbos. They're not mechalos shabbos. Now let's see Rashi. How does this come into this Gemara? We're asking a. Pro- we have a problem. We have a problem. We asked why do we say that these two months the edim are mechalos shabbos? We said because the shluchim go out. Abaye said, we asked, well, the shluchim always go out. They go out for six months. Abaye said, there's a difference. For the other months, they go out at night. These months, they only go out in the morning. Okay, what does that do with Chilul Shabbos? What does it do with witnesses being Mechalul Shabbos? So here's a long Rashi. We have to understand what the Gemara says. Take a look at Rashi. on this in Val Tishrei. Rashi here elaborates and explains and gives illustrations. Zakh Rashi. on this in Val Tishrei. Yeah? They don't go out till they hear from the mouth of Bezdin Mekudosh. Hilchach. B'shar Chadashim, other months. Ein Chilul Shabbos shal Eidim in Ma'eres Yitzias HaShluchim. Other months, by allowing the witnesses to desecrate Shabbos, you're not hastening the departure time of the Shluchim. Why? She'ein HaShluchim Mechalal in Shabbos. Lotzes Hayoim. Because the shluchim anyway can't desecrate the Shabbos to go out on Shabbos. Therefore, if the witnesses don't come today because it's Shabbos, the month will have an extra day. And everybody knows that what? Everybody knows tomorrow will be Rishchidosh. Achaydish probably. And the shluchim go out when it's dark to tell you that they made the month 30 days. What is Rashi saying? Apasha Tavart. Other months, the shluchim go out at night. <coughs> Remember that. Which night? Either night after 29, the night before 30, or the night after 30, the night of 31, the eve of 31. Right? Besides this and They can They can and they do. They're allowed if that's the case, you're not losing anything by not allowing the Edis to desecrate Shabbos. Let's, let's, let's analyze this scenario. I'm a witness, a potential witness. It's Friday night. I see a moon. Not Nisan and Tishrei, right? Another month. I want to come Shabbos in the morning. I can't. Tchum Shabbos. I'm not allowed to walk. So I can't be Mechalo Shabbos. So what do I do? I have to stay home till Mitzvah Shabbos. You say... But what's going to be now? What's going to happen now? I can only come with Shabbos. So Rishchidosh is going to be the next day. In terms of Shluchim, however, right? In terms of Shluchim, what's the problem? What's the issue? You don't have any issue. They're going to leave anyway. They Anyway, let's say I would be able to come on Shabbos. The Shluchim could leave on Shabbos? No. No, they're not allowed to be Mechal Shabbos. When are they going to have to leave? Mitzvah Shabbos. They could leave Mitzvah Shabbos. The communities didn't suffer from the delay. The communities don't suffer from the delay of Adis not being Mechal Shabbos. Again, if Rishchidosh is Taka day, day 29 at night, you saw the moon. And Adis could be Mechal Shabbos and come in the morning. I anyway, as a Shliach, can't leave. I have to wait anyway till Mitzvah Shabbos. So what happens if the Adis are not allowed to be Mechal Shabbos? They can't come Shabbos morning. So when is Rishchidosh going to be? The next day. Sunday, the Shluchim could leave Mitzvah Shabbos. 
So the communities will not suffer a delay in knowing when Rishchidosh is as a result of making the Takana that Edom are not Mechal Shabbos. Why? Because the Shluchim anyway can't leave Shabbos. The earliest they could leave is Matzai Shabbos. And if Rishchidosh is going to be the next day, they could leave the night before. So what are you losing? No community is going to lose out of this Takana. No community. No community is going to lose out of this Takana. No, but if, 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 if I go now, they're going to say Mikudash now, and they're going to make Rishchidosh on the spot. Fine, but that doesn't bother me for the other months. That for the other months is not Negea to me. Lo ichbas. I don't want the communities to suffer. I don't want to delay the news to them, which we'll soon get into why that's so important in the other months. Okay? That is not going to be any difference. If Rishchidosh was Friday, the Edis came on Friday, yeah? The Shluchim could leave Friday. They anyway have to rest on Shabbos. If it was Friday night, even if they make Rishchidosh on Shabbos, they anyway can't leave on Shabbos. They can only leave Mitzayi Shabbos. Right? So Lamaynaf Kemina, if the moon did not show up Friday night, and therefore they couldn't be Mechal Shabbos, or the moon did show up Friday night, and they're now going to be Mechal Shabbos, the Shluchim anyway, the first opportunity to leave is Mitzayi Shabbos, and that opportunity doesn't change, even if Rishchidosh is pushed off a day later, they could leave a night before. So therefore you don't have to manipulate that. You don't have to allow the Edith to be Mechal Shabbos. What's with Nisan and Tishrei? Avol, Nisan and Tishrei, if you don't let the Edis come today, what's today? Shabbos. Why? Because you don't want Chilul Shabbos. So you're going to make the month be 30. The Shluchim will have to wait till tomorrow. There's no Kiddush Balayla. So you basically decrease the duration of the time that they could travel a full night and even more. Why more? Why more? Till Bezdin, till Bezdin says Mekudosh, because they have to hear it from their mouth. It's a whole night, plus the time in the morning when the Edis have to come and say Edis and be examined, whatever it is, or if there's no Edis, but till Bezdin say Mekudosh, Ketzat. Now she says, let's give an illustration. In If the Edis come and they testify that they saw a new moon Friday night, Rishchidosh Nissen becomes now Shabbos. V'yei Pesach B'Shabbos. So when is Pesach? Shabbos. 14 days. If Shabbos is Rishchidosh Nissen, when is Pesach? Sunday. Shabbos, yeah? Yeah, if Aleph Nissen is Shabbos, Bez Nissen is Sunday, Yudalad Nissen is Friday, Pesach starts Shabbos. Fine. The Shluchim could go for 12 complete days. What do we mean complete days? 24 hour days, nights and days. Why? Rishchidosh Nissen is Shabbos. Mitzay Shabbos, Bez Nissen. The Shluchim go out. They go for six days. Bez Gimel Dalad Hey Vav Zion through Friday. Six days, night and day. Friday night they have to stop. Mitzay Shabbos, they continue. And they go Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Erev Pesach, including Thursday night, including Friday. Of course, they have to stop for Pesach. They're not going to travel on Pesach, and also they have to celebrate Pesach. They have 12 full days, night and day, to reach locations in the diaspora to tell them when Rishchidosh Nissen was. They will have to stop traveling Shabbos, Erev Pesach. Shabbos, Erev Pesach. 
Pesach is going to be Shabbos, right? What does he mean, Shabbos? Oh, oh, oh I skipped, I skipped. Sorry. Mahalach Yitzayi Shabbos Yitzu. They're going to leave Mitzayi Shabbos. They'll travel a whole week, full six days of each week. What if the Eidahs don't come today? You don't let them come on Shabbos. So what's going to happen? Rishchaydish is going to be Sunday. So the Shluchim could only go out tomorrow. They can't go out Mitzayi Shabbos. Now, when is Rosh Chodesh Nisan? Sunday. So when is Pesach? Monday. Sunday. So Pesach is Sunday, because Rosh Chodesh Nisan is Sunday. So Erev Pesach is Shabbos. So now they're going to travel. Mitzvah Shabbos, they can't leave, because it's not Rosh Chodesh yet. Sunday morning, they have to wait till it's Rosh Chodesh. They leave Sunday. They travel that whole week. They travel the next whole week. Till Shabbos, Erev Pesach, they can't travel, of course, because it's Shabbos. You took away from them a whole night. And a full and day. A, not a full day. Yeah, the all Friday. The all Friday, from Erev Shabbos, to Pesach. The last Friday. The last Friday before... No, the last Friday they can go. No, but they have to stop before Shabbos, Erev Pesach. Yeah, the, the first day... The, yeah. Erev Pesach, they yeah. lost for 24 Sunday, hours. losing the night and the... But Sunday, before, yeah. when Sunday they're before leaving, they, leave they, leave they lose oh, no, Mitzvah no, Shabbos, they leave Sunday morning. Then they, they, they lose a night. Rish is Sunday. Instead of Rish Chodesh being Shabbos, Rish Chodesh is Sunday. So you see, they lose time. So this is what Abayah said. You, so you get it. Other months, we don't need the Eidus to be Mechal Shabbos. It's not going to benefit the communities. No difference. Leave Mitzvah Shabbos. What's the problem? Eidus don't come, Rish Chodesh is the next day. Nobody's losing any time. What's the difference? If Rish Chodesh is Shabbos, you anyway can go to Mitzvah Shabbos. And if Rish Chodesh is Sunday, you could go Mitzvah Shabbos. So why make them be Mechal Shabbos? Done. Nisan and Tishrei, there's a big difference. If you let the Eidus come on Shabbos and make it Rish Chodesh, they're out Mitzvah Shabbos. They have to wait till Mitzvah Shabbos. Mitzvah Shabbos, they're out. They gain a whole night of traveling in the morning. If you don't let the Eidus come on Shabbos, the Eidus are coming Sunday. They can't leave Mitzvah Shabbos. The communities now... Some communities will not hear the news because they lose that night and part of the day. And therefore, that's what the Mishnah means, that the Shluchim could only go out after they hear from Bezdin Mekudosh. That's what you have to put into the Mishnah. And therefore, they let them do Chilol Shabbos. Rashi now comes and asks a different question. <laughs> What's the question? Everybody should be asking this question. This is very strange. You're letting the Eidus be Mechalol Shabbos. Why? Because you're worrying about the communities far away. That's the only reason. You want Jews far away to know when Pesach is. I don't get you. The Shluchim, you don't let be Mechalel Shabbos. <laughs> you're, you're allowing the Eidus to be Mechalel Shabbos so that the Jews far away should get the news earlier. So the Eidus be Mechalel Shabbos. Well, the Shluchim themselves. Okay. The, so the first thing to do, the first ones to do Chalel Shabbos are the Shluchim. Let them yeah, travel and travel. They have two Shabbos. I don't understand. You're driving these. You're telling the Eidus go be Mechal Shabbos so the news could go out faster. So Jews far away shouldn't lose a day, a night. But then the Shluchim themselves, oh, they're, be, they're busy taking breaks. Let them be Mechal Shabbos. Elamai, the answer is, Torah doesn't give a head to be Shluchim to be Mechal Shabbos. In other words, I, people will suffer because they live far away. You're right. Yeah, it comes with the territory. We're not being Mechal Shabbos. So suddenly for the Eidus, you made a whole takana that they should be Mechal Shabbos. Why? Because you're worried about these communities. 
I don't understand. How does he explain that the reason why you mechalal Shabbos for the Eidim is because the Shluchim? It's like a funny thing. The Eidim is going to be mechalal Shabbos so that the Shluchim should go faster. But the Shluchim themselves, they have to go slow. So now Rashi clarifies the Gemara. Very good. So Rashi clarifies the Gemara. You have to understand the context. Look, Rashi. Let me explain to you. It's not the reason is the Shluchim should go out. The reason is because you want Rishchidosh to be on time, not late. That's the reason. That's the reason. I want Rishchidosh to be on time. That's why I have the Mechal Shabbos. Not because of Shluchim. Not because Jews will live far. That's the reason. That's why the Mishnah says, So why these two months? These two months I want Rishchidosh to be on time. You know why? Because Pesach depends on them. Shavuos depends on it. Sukkot depends on it. Rosh Hashanah and Kippur. And I want my holidays to be on time. I wanted Mayadis to be on time. There's a very serious consequence. Again, if it's not on time, it's still going to be in Kippur and Sukkot. Because whenever they make Rishchidosh, they make Rishchidosh. But I want it. These are mitzvahs minat These are very significant holidays. I want them to be on time. It's a very big difference if this is Yudalot or Tesvav. You're dealing with Yisurei Karas. You're dealing with Chiyuvim minat Fine. As we're soon going to see, You should declare the times of Rish Chodesh and we're going to learn this is even Shabbos. It's Doiche Shabbos. How can I be Mechalal Shabbos? Because I want it to be on time. The answer is, I don't want it. God wants it to be on time. It's not, I want it to be on time. Hashem said, keep Shabbos. The answer is, when it comes to Binyan HaMishkan, He says, it's not Doiche Shabbos. I mean, Binyan HaMishkan is not Doiche Shabbos. Rishchidosh is Doiche Shabbos. The Eidus should come. That's the reason, Ashi says. That's the reason. V'yitziyas hashluchim dekatani, e'nei ele liyapois uliyashev estam achil afbeshvil zos. When the Mishnah adds something with the shluchim, it's simply liapis. It's noye sukkah. It decorates it. It, it adorns. Enhances. The, it enhances. The reason, you give another purpose. The yesh devarim, there are things. She'en atam toli bahem. There are many things in halacha. There are things in halacha. You'll give a reason. That's not the reason. It's not that this reason makes it or breaks it. It's just you're going to give this reason because it makes it more geschmack. It makes it more beautiful. It, it, it settles it more. It adorns it. An example. We have in Sanhedrin, There were different reasons you would make a leap here. The big reason is, we learned, you need Pesach to be in the spring. That's a big reason. That's not a negotiable reason. Then there were many other things. The bridges, it was a horrible winter, the roads are muddy, and no Jews could get to Yerushalayim for Pesach. The bridges are broken. Anybody to cross the river is dangerous because they have to get to Yerushalayim. G'dayim and Tloyim. It's a shortage of goats and sheep for the carbon Pesach. So these are all extra reasons that they put into the Cholent to make a decision. Ketzat. Mohidoyin anchana l'choyin degozlaya rechichin v'amriya da'arkin chuli. He's quoting the Gemara there that they notified that the the young the, the 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 young animals or the birds are either not here or they're not ready 
and as a result of that, they would add a reason for making a leap year. So Rashi says, Pshat is this. The reason you mechalal Shabbos these two months is why Shabahen Mesakin Nesamayadus. Because they wanted Rishchidosh to be Bismana even though it's Chilol Shabbos. The reason they did it every other month during the Beis HaMikdash is because every month there was a carbon Rishchidosh. Min HaToyre, you're allowed to do Chilol Shabbos. The Rabbanon said, you're not allowed to do, they shouldn't do Chilol Shabbos. Why? Because they didn't feel Rishchidosh has the same significance like it had then. When other months, not Nisan and Tishrei. In addition to that, the Mishnah adds a vart. Let me just tell you one more Geshmaka thing. And that is, by Nisan and Tishrei allowing Chilol Shabbos, the communities in the diaspora gain a lot of time to get the Shluchim. Where other months, by not allowing Chilol Shabbos, nobody's losing anything. It's an extra reason why to, intensi- to intensify this halacha that the Chachamim made. That's Abaya's explanation. Zagdi Gemara. Tanya Nami Hachi. We have a Braisa supporting this. Al Kulon Yoitzin Mibaerev. Al Nisan Al Tishrei Achish from Bezdin Makutush. All the months they can go out at night. Nisan and Tishrei they have to hear from Bezdin Makutush. Tanurabon. The rabbis taught. The rabbis taught. Minayin Shemachalalin Aleyin as Hashabbos. How do you know that you're allowed to be Mechalal Shabbos for all the months? Tishrei, they're getting more. Talmud Loimar. Tishrei, they're getting more than Nisan. Tishrei, they're not getting more than Nisan. Yeah, because if I do Rosh Hashanah on Sunday, then I lose one more day. If I do Rosh Hashanah on Shabbos, <coughs> if they're coming on Shabbos, and I do Rosh Hashanah on Shabbos, Sunday they can travel. If I do Rosh Hashanah on Sunday, they, they have to wait after Rosh Hashanah to travel. Yeah, but if Rosh Hashanah is Shabbos, you already so then it's already based Tishrei. If Rosh Hashanah is Sunday, so then Monday is based Tishrei. That doesn't make a difference. No, because I'm going to have no, no, you're making, you're making a mistake. If Rosh Hashanah is Shabbos, <coughs> Sunday is based Tishrei. They're leaving Mitzay yeah. Shabbos, Mitzay Aleph. If Rosh Hashanah is Sunday, they're leaving Mitzay Aleph. Yeah. So that, it doesn't make a difference. The difference would be if the Adis would come Shabbos morning, yeah, they could leave Mitzay Shabbos. Right? They could leave Mitzay Shabbos. You understand? Mashenkin, if the Adis, if you don't let the Adis come, yeah? They can only come on Sunday, so then what? Then you can't leave. You can't leave Mitzvah Shabbos, because you have to hear Bezdin Makudosh. Now you're right, you're not going to be able to leave Sunday either. That's why it says, Let's read the whole passage. Parshas Emer. Now this is going to be a critical passage in the following sugyas. Yeah. These are the holidays of Hashem. Mikroi Kaidish, meaning callings of holiness. Mikra Kaidish means you declare it. Mikra, you call it out. Like Vayikra, you call it out. You declare it as a holy days. These are days when you declare as holy. That you should call out, you should declare in their times, in their designated times. What do we see from here? That the Torah wants Tikru Oisam. These are the holidays that you should declare in their times. Do not allow their time to pass. How do you declare holidays? What do you do to declare holidays? You get up on a rooftop and you say, Pesach is coming? The answer is Rishchidosh. By making one day Rishchidosh, automatically you declared all your holidays. Because if Rishchidosh is Aleph, so Pesach is Tesvav. So from here we learn that the Kriya of the Mayadah has to be B'mayadah. 
Who does this Kriya? Kiddush HaKadosh through Bezdin. That's Mikroi Kadosh. You call it out to be holy. So that's why you could be Mechalel Edim for Shabbos. On Shabbos, you could be Mechalel Shabbos for the Edis to come in order to do it on time. Says the Bryce, I would think, just like Yaladu, have them be Mechalel Shabbos in order to sanctify the Rishchidosh. You can also be Mechalel Shabbos Atshe Yiskaimu in order to not establish Rishchidosh, but in order to make sure that the holidays are maintained and celebrated throughout the Jewish world by allowing the Shluch of the Mechalel Shabbos. Talmud Leimad Asher Tikru Oisam Al Kriyasam Ata Mechalal Viata Mechalal Kiyuman. You allowed to be Mechalal Shabbos on the Kriya, not on the Kiyum. Asher Tikru Oisam Bemoyadam to make Rish Chodesh. You allowed to be Mechalal Shabbos. The Moyadam goes on Tikru, calling out the day, making the day holy. This you allowed to do Chilul Shabbos because it says Bemoyadam. Bemoyadam means in the right time, whenever that is, even if it's Shabbos, whatever it takes to do it. But now, al kiyuman you can't be mechalal. In other words, once Rishchidosh is already here, and I want the Mayadas to be maintained by letting the Shluchim be mechalal Shabbos and go everywhere on Shabbos, that you can't do. Al kriyosam ata mechalal, v'i ata mechalal kiyuman. Zok Rashi. Ashatik ruoysam ha-mayadam. He's hiram shalayavar ha-mayad shalzman kriyosam. Mikra kodesh hainu kiddush bezdin. What's Mikroi Kodesh? Calling out of holiness. Bezdin makes it a Kodesh. That's Mikroi Kodesh. And you're allowed to do this, Bemoyadam. Do not let it pass. Yochel Kashem Shemachal and Edim Deshi Yiskachu Bezmanon. Kach Mechal and Ashluchim Atshi Yiskaimu Amoyadis Bezmanon. You could do Chilul Shabbos for Kiddush. You could also do Chilul Shabbos for Kiyum. It says, no, no, no. For Kiddush HaKodesh, yes. For kiyum hamoyadas, for people to maintain them, to observe them everywhere, that you can't be mechalal Shabbos. And therefore you can't send out the shluchim on Shabbos. Here we see the Yisoyed, what Rashi said, that minat you could be mechalal Shabbos for all months. No difference. All months you could be mechalal Shabbos. The Chachamim were the ones who made a gzeid on all the other months. Besides Nisan and Tishrei, they maintained the din taira. Ah. Uh-huh. No. How would they, how would they lose the night? They would, they would leave the night till. That's the first day, so they wouldn't be losing any whatever day it was. They would be leaving that night. I don't even. Uh, when would they lose the night? We said now they would lose the night and the morning. The first day they couldn't travel anywhere. So the they would lose the night. Take a listen. Let's say the Adis would come Shabbos morning. They would leave Mitzvah Shabbos if not. Yeah, listen, I understand. We're saying about Tishrei. Tishrei would never lose. They, automatically, the first day of Tishrei, they wouldn't be traveling. Because they couldn't travel to Shoshana, you're saying. In Mitzvah, they wouldn't be gone. You're saying Shoshana, they can't travel. Yeah, 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 Shoshana, they you hear what he's asking? In Nissan, if the Bezdin, if, if the Edis come on Sunday, right, they have to leave on Sunday. So they right away lose the night of Rish Chodesh. They lose the night of Rish Chodesh. Other months, they don't lose the night of Rish Chodesh. Right? If the Edis come Shabbos, and they make that Aleph, so then they could go right away the night afterwards. 
Okay. Now, what's the difference? If they lose the night of Rish Chodesh, so they're going for six days and then another six days, right? Because uh, if Aleph Nisan is Shabbos, if Aleph Nisan is Sunday, so then Pesach is Sunday, so they have to go for six days and six days, okay. If they go already Mitzay Shabbos, so they still go for their six days, but they have an extra night. Now let's see with Rosh Hashanah how it works. With Rosh Hashanah, how is it going to work? If the Edis come Shabbos morning, so Rosh Hashanah is Shabbos, so Mitzay Shabbos, they leave. So they have six full days, right? Beis, Gimel, Dalet, Hei, Vav, Zion. Okay? Then... They have to sh- take a break for Shabbos. So Ches is out, right? They left Sunday. Huh? Beis, Gimel, Dalet, Hei, Vav, Zion. Okay. They lose Ches, right? Which is Shabbos. They could travel uh, Sunday, of course, out of Yom Kippur. Tess. They, of course, have to lose Yom Kippur. Yud. So, so they lost one extra day in the middle of the week, right? And then they go. Yud Aleph. You'd base, you'd give me your dollar Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then they have to stop. So, how many full days do they have? Six, six days, Seven. and then another, f- another, four, another. Uh, four no, Sunday. they traveled Sunday also. Sunday, five days. They lost Jim Kipper. Right. So they had six and five full days. So instead of a, twelve days, they had <laughs> eleven full days. If they come on Shabbos. Now let's go the other way. If you don't let them come on Shabbos, so the eight is come Sorry, Shabbos. Okay. So Rosh Hashanah becomes Sunday. Okay. So now, they of course can't leave Mitzvah Shabbos. First of all, it's Rosh Hashanah. Second of all, they didn't hear from Bezdin B'Kuddish. Okay. So they leave, they can't leave, they leave Sunday night. So now what do they have? Let's see, let's see the Cheshbon. You made the Edis not be Mechal Shabbos, so everything had to be pushed off. So let's see the Cheshbon. Okay. Besides, Rosh Hashanah is not Sunday. Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> Another issue. Okay. Again, this was the Even then, we learned about Yerkaya, Messiah, Saidiib, but that was even when it was. Now, today, anyway, today, anyway, Shana's not going to be Sunday. So that's an issue with Rosh Hashanah being Sunday. Shana being Sunday, if you if you cause the, if you if you have the Aidim, if you don't let them be Mechal Shabbos, you're going to have to do Rosh Hashanah Sunday. You can't do Rosh Hashanah Sunday. You're going to do it Monday. So you got a serious problem. Right? That actually doesn't even, the Gemara doesn't even we mention that. that okay. Okay. Fine. I'm just, uh, so let's say, let's say, that, okay. Fine. So there is no case in this What? It's pointing further that in So it's another reason that you can't let, you have to let Chilo Shabbos. Right. I'm just being moist of that. It doesn't mention that. Okay. But now let's see, let's say it would be Sunday. So when are they going? They're going Sunday night. So now let's see the Cheshbon. So Monday is Bays, yeah? Right. So they go Bays, Gimel, Dalet, Hey, Vav. Yeah, they have five days. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Five days, yeah? Shabbos is Zion. Yeah? No travel. No travel. Sunday, Monday is Ches and Tess. So they could travel. So they had Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So they have seven. Uh, Wednesday they have to stop. And now they have another two. No. They had Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Sunday, Shabbos, Monday. Huh? Sunday, Monday. Shabbos, they took off. Sunday, Monday is two days. Uh, when is Yom Kippur? Tuesday. Yom Kippur is Tuesday. No. Bays is Sunday, right? No. Rishan, Bays is Monday. So Bays, 
Bez, Gimel, Dalet, Hey, Vav. Vav is Friday. Zion is Shabbos. So they have Ches, Tes. In Kippur is, thir- is Tuesday. So they take that off. And then they have Yud Aleph, Yud Bez, Yud Gimel. That's it. Yud Aleph, Yud Bez, Yud Gimel. That's it. That's it. It's ten days. So you had the first, the first week yet. First. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday is five days. The next week... Four, you had no, Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Five days. Five. So you had ten days. ten days. What did we have in the first case? Eleven, Eleven days. days. Again, I'm Zesto? Again, I'm talking about the, the idea of what well, we're saying before. Before. You get one extra day? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm saying you get an extra day. Go do it on paper. You'll see. No, I'm saying Let's just finish the piece. Kshahaya be samiktash kayam, mechal and afal kulum de takonasa carbon. Tonara bonund is a brice. But you shine in the beginning, meaning before the korban, hoya mechal and afal kulum. Here you'll get exact details. They used to desecrate the Shabbos for all the months. Mishachara be samiktash, once the be samiktash was destroyed, Amalayan Rabbi Yechina ben Zaka. Rabbi Yechina ben Zaka said to them, meaning to all of the Chachamim, the Chiyash carbon. Unfortunately, do we still have a carbon to bring on Rishchidosh? And therefore, we have to bring it on time? We have no carbon. In other words, sadly, our Rishchidosh is basically a memory. We don't have a carbon. Iskinu, Rabbi Yochan ben Zakkai and his colleagues instituted, Only when the time of Rishchidosh becomes of critical significance. Why? Because it's not only for Rishchidosh, it's Pesach, it's Shavuos, it's Sukkot, it's Yom Kippur, it's Rosh Hashanah, that we allow Chilol Shabbos. There's the Mikroi Kodesh, Asher Tikroi Samamayadam. Masha Enken, with other months, he said there's no carbon Rishchidosh to do with Biz, to do with Bizman. This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.